A special announcement before we get started. Enrollment to Mind Over ARE is officially open. We only open a couple times a year and it is currently open. So you can head over to the website dci.beyoungdesign.com slash mind dash over dash ARE. This is my signature program where you learn the four essential pillars that you need to pass the ARE. I literally give you a proven blueprint to becoming a licensed architect. But here's the thing. The enrollment period is literally only a couple days. So if you're listening to this, the doors are still open. Go get in right now while you can. Come join me. We already are starting to see incredible people come in, and I cannot wait to get started. Okay, let's start the show. Welcome to Design, Create, Inspire with me, Bryn Young. I'm an architect and entrepreneur with a background in interior design and small business management. I have been running a successful award-winning architecture firm for over six years, and I'm here to discuss all things design and business. There are over 1 million podcasts to choose from, so thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. I hope to bring you value with every episode I create, so let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to Design, Create, Inspire. My name is Bryn Young, and I have decided to do sort of an ARE series. So one of my most popular videos on YouTube is all about passing the ARE's and it's a very general scope talking about things like failing, passing, um, how to go about the whole process. But I get a lot of questions about specific exams wanting me to break down how I studied and tools and tips for each exam. So I thought that I would take the time to do that, to break them down. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through each exam uh, in uh, a different video. And I do want to say that I'm not going to necessarily go over like specific questions or whatever. It's going to be more like the type of things that are on that exam, what worked for me, what didn't work for me, tips I have for those exams, Because there's so much information out there for like practice exams and actual like topics and books and information that I think when I was going through the exams, like I just needed to sit down and hear someone talk about it (laughs) just just to know I wasn't alone and just to know like what other people were doing, make sure I was on the right track, make sure what I was doing was right because there's so many different resources available out there so many different study materials. You take some of the exams, you pass them, you fail them. So it's just nice to talk to someone or hear someone talk about them uh, to, to, yeah, know you're not alone and know that um, you may be doing exactly what you should be doing. Maybe you're failing exam and you're feeling like, what am I doing wrong? You may be doing all the right things. So Maybe that's not what you want to hear, but (laughs) I think it's just helpful to uh, hear it from someone else's point of view and get an idea of what they did. So today I'm going to start, of course, um, with practice management. I guess that's not of course. You can take them in any order you want. Practice management is generally the first one people start with. I think it's a great one to start with because it's not easy. So it's not like, oh, start with the easy one. 
it's not easy, but it's a way for you to get really familiar with the exams, how the exams are administered, type of studying you need to do. You start kind of getting used to the whole process. So for me, I feel like practice management is like getting your feet wet with the exams. Now, again, it doesn't mean it's because it's easy. Um, It's just not, it doesn't have dense information like structural or, it does have equations actually, but it doesn't have some of the stuff that maybe will feel really overwhelming. It feels like it's maybe manageable. So it's a way to take it on. With that said, practice management goes over topics that we aren't necessarily used to as future architects. Uh, What what we learned in school isn't necessarily anything that is on this exam. And that can be tough because you are going in, the exams are high pressure anyways, and then you're going and you're sitting in this first exam and you're like, this is not anything I've learned in school. This isn't really even what I do at my job because a lot of the information is like finances, like what your bookkeeper or what the company's bookkeeper is probably doing. It's contracts, it's business structure, so likely how your boss set up their company, whether they're LLC, what whatever incorporated. So it's a lot of information that you don't really know until you start studying this. Even I had a business degree background, and so I kind of thought like, oh, I got this in the bag. I've got a business degree. I've got an architecture degree. I got this. And I failed my first practice management. Now, that first fail can be difficult. Go watch my other video all about this if you want to hear more about that whole process and mentality. Um, I think it's really important. But I think that it's important just to know that that first exam, you might fail, but it's really more about learning what this process is going to be like. You don't know what this process of taking the exams are like until you just start. So you have to just kind of start and almost look at this first exam practice management as like a practice exam. Of course, no one wants to pay money and go through the stress of a practice exam. It's quite like this. But if you look at it in that light, I think it does help you. um, It helps you a little bit better be able to go through it and release some of those nerves. So again, this exam is pretty heavy on information we are maybe not necessarily used to seeing. Uh, which can make it even more stressful a little bit. Uh, But it's nothing that you can't do. You can all do it. Uh, It's really good information to know. Um, When I was first taking this exam, I was like, you know what? This needs to be in school. I feel like there was a very big lack of this topic in our education. And I think it's so important. Entrepreneurship and architecture It's like we're creating all these architects in school to become great designers, but not necessarily great business owners. And I think it's really important because a lot of people who go into architecture want to run their own business. 
So my dream after this, I was like, I'm going to go back to my alma mater and I'm going to teach an entrepreneurship and architecture class. And everyone is going to take practice management at the end of the the class. And if you pass, you get an automatic A in the class. Um, that was like my whole high in the sky dream. <laughs> now I'm not necessarily doing that, but maybe one day, and at least I can do this and give you a rough idea. Um, and then one day, maybe I'll be teaching a 10 week course on it because I think it is very important. So anyways, I'm just going to basically fill you in on what is actually on this exam, like the type of topics, what I use to study, kind of like what your first steps should be, and um, how to go about getting started. So the topics that are on this exam, there's four sections. Each section is weighted differently. So there's more of one section on the exam. Likely, if this is your first exam, you're getting used to what those different sections mean and how that looks once you're in the exam. It's important to know that even if a section has like 10% of the whole overall test, you still really need to understand that information because I've seen people fail an entire exam by failing one or getting a low score on one section, but then doing well on three other sections. So it's not like each question is a pass or fail, it's section. So you have to be able to have a, be a good understanding of each section. So just make sure that you are referencing these sections as you go through your studying to make sure that you do understand each one. And I'll give you more information of like how to cross-reference that and stuff. So the sections, number one, are business operations. And this is uh, 20 to 26% of the exam. And this is like how to run a business, the laws and regulations for running an architecture firm, um, standard of care, which is really, really really important. Standard of care is um, basically how we are protecting the health, safety, and welfare of the general public and what our responsibility is as a licensed professional to protect that. And also basically working within a reasonable standard that other architects in our region are also working under. So You'll obviously have an, a better understanding of that once you start reviewing it, um, the study material, but that is a, a big important one for the exams and for just once you're licensed business. It's, all these things are really important <laughs> once you're in business. So section two is finances, risk, and development of practice. Now, this is 29 to 35% of the exam. I want to em emphasize this because the first thing in that is finances. So there is a lot of financials in this that I wasn't necessarily expecting. Yes, I studied it and I went over like profit loss statements and did equations to make sure the health of the company made sense. But once I was in the exam, I I guess I kind of, it was my first exam too, so I kind of brushed it over like, oh, well, they're not really going to make me do an equation, like a financial equation, because we all have bookkeepers or we all have, you know, QuickBooks. So we don't have to actually like know that. Well, you do. <laughs> so 
don't gloss over the finances. Take them. Um, they're important. So it is a big chunk of the exam, the risk of um, that you put yourself into. So that'll go into contracts, the importance of contracts. It'll go into um, your project delivery types. So how your contract is set up with the owner, contractor, and how you're delivering your services. It's also looking at spreadsheets and, um, I'm sorry, you know what? The project delivery types, that's going to be in the next section. This is going to be more like the financial health of the company, like I was saying. Still will be contracts and proposals and how to deal with like budgets and stuff for the project. So the third section is project-wide delivery of services. So this is 22 to 28%, and this is where it's going to be project delivery types. So how you are setting up a contract with the client and the owner I'm sorry, the client and the contractor and whether your design build or your design bid build or all those things. So that's super important to um, figure out how you're delivering those services and then how that delivery method will affect your risk. And then the fourth area is practice methodologies. And so that's like your firm goals, your business structure, Um, phasing of a project and how that affects risk. So a lot of this is all about how to um, assess and reduce risk, of course, for everybody, for your clients, for the general public, for yourself, for your company, how to have a healthy company, um, how to practice within the standard of care. So they're all kind of um, melded together, but all equally important. So to get started, the very first thing you should do is download the ARE handbook, and you can do that on ARE's website. I will also post a link down here below. The handbook is great because it's a concise look at the overall exam. So it's going to tell you what I just told you, but in more depth of each section, what each section has, type of knowledge you have to know, It'll give you um, practice exams or practice questions. And the handbook is such a great tool just to go back and reference. So it's really easy to look over the handbook and then go start studying all the other different resources and then just forget about the handbook. I recommend going back periodically to reference the handbook just to make sure that you're still Hey everyone, a quick break to remind you that Mind Over ARE is open for only a few short days. So if you want to transform your exam process and get these exams done so you can be a licensed architect, then get in now while you can. I will put a link below, but again, it's dci.beyoungdesign.com slash mind dash over dash A-R-E. All right. I can't wait to see you in our next group. Enjoy the rest of the show. Covering all the different topics that you need to be covering or, you know, making sure that you are aware of, oh, shoot, I forgot this entire section and you can focus a little bit more on that. So some of the study, um, some of the practice exams online that you'll take Like I know Designer Hacks does this. They will even tell you what area. And same with Ballast. Like 
phallus practice exams will tell you the different areas to make sure that you are getting knowledge in each area. But still, it's important to go back and reference just to make sure that you are hitting all the points that you need to be doing. The second thing to do is download my resource guide. I have a link here. Um, it's always on my website too, so if you ever lose it or need another one, it's free. Just go on there. And this is great because it has a this it has all the exams on it, but it's broken down similar to the resource guide that the ARE has, where it's color coded per exam. So you will see on here um, my different sources that I recommend. My number one recommendation for practice management to study is the Architect's Handbook for Professional Practice. This is a must buy. You have you have to have this. You have to have this. It will be your Bible. So um, get it on Amazon. Get a PDF. Do whatever you need to do. You have to have this book. And in my guide, I actually included PDFs. They're amazing PDFs. They're um, per exam, and it's actually a breakdown. It's almost like a study guide within a study guide. So it's a study guide for the Architect's Handbook for Professional Practice. And you'll see everyone referencing it as AHPP, AHPP. So um, download those PDFs, and that will make sure, because it's thick, it's a big book, so you don't want to necessarily read it like front to back. That wouldn't make any sense. You want to study the portions that are appropriate for that exam. So download those, download the resource guide within that, Download the PDF. I'll I'll show it on here so you can see. Download that PDF and then that will help guide you through the book on what to study for that exam. So for practice management, it'll show you what chapters to study and everything else. Also on my resource guide is the Schiff Harden Lectures. Those are really great for contracts. Contracts are dense. And it's even with the reading, like the commentary, the contracts with commentary, I don't know, maybe some people like it. For me, it's just like my eyes glaze over and I just can't retain much. So having um, these lectures were really helpful because he broke it down in a way that I could understand what he was talking about. But also um, when I was reading the contract, I could hear like his other comments in the background and um, it helped me have a better understanding and put it in a different, um, like, a, like, I don't know, they just helped. So I definitely recommend those. In terms of studying practice exams, definitely ballast. Ballast can be pricey. I have a coupon. Um, I'll put that in here. I should, I believe it's a 15% off. It should work, but hopefully it's only for certain things, but it should work for the practice management. If it doesn't, let me know and I'll double check. But because that the ballast does get expensive. So um, ballast, though, is really great for the practice exams and uh, practice tests. So they have like two different versions. They have like practice, oh, practice quiz, I should say, where they break down the answers. So you whether you get it right or wrong, they'll actually break it down why, which is helpful because sometimes it's like, you have no clue why the answer is the answer it is. So reading through those, and then they have more of like a practice exam that's like a full exam to practice, and those are really helpful. Designer Hacks is also really great. It's 
like 39 bucks or something. Totally worth it. If you, I would recommend buying the entire bundle. You're going to want them for every exam. I even used them to pass the California exam. So I highly recommend them. What I like about them is they're more low key, I guess you could say. I don't know if that makes sense, but then the, um, ballast because well, one, they're online, which makes it easy, but you can also just choose to do a 10 question exam. So, or quiz. So you could go on there, say you're just sitting and waiting for, to pick someone up in your car. You could take a 10 minute or 10 question exam real quick quiz. I don't know why I can't get those words (laughs) right. Quiz. And it's just helpful for quick practicing. Uh, So I highly recommend that. Great price too. A new one that came out is called Archizam, and I will also link them. Um, It's two students, or two now architects, who went through the exams and developed practice exams and uh, articles and a whole blog um, website, membership, everything to help you pass the exams. So I didn't personally take them for the exams, but I've checked them out. I've taken a couple of the practice exams. I've read their articles and it seems to be super helpful. I love that they have articles that reference the different topics too. So you can take these exams, quizzes, and then go deeper into the articles. So they're great. Definitely check them out. Those are my kind of resource recommendations. Now, in order to get started, because it's kind of like, okay, now I have all these resources, now what? I recommend looking over the handbook, getting an idea of what's going on, then going into the AHPP, AHPP, and start start just making notes. Go through it based on the PDF I have. Start making notes um, and 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 going through, like, I think I just read it through and then make notes. If you just read through the information, you your chances of passing are really low. The information for this exam is not based on rote memorization. You really have to grasp and understand the knowledge. So it has to be a combination of reading, writing notes, maybe even developing your own practice like questions based on finances and stuff, going through practice exams, going back to the reading. It's a lot of back and forth. Uh, and and it's important to know that it's not like one way will make you pass. Like say you go on designer hacks today, you haven't really done any studying. You go on and you take their 25 question exam and you get a 90% and you're like, I got this. I'm just letting you know You maybe do, and you never know, but I don't recommend necessarily going in like that. I recommend getting a little bit more of a full scope. With that said, don't let the fear of failing hold you back from taking the exams because, you know, the statistics aren't great. You will probably fail at least one of these exams, so you have to just get in there. This exam, like I said, it's Part of it is, of course, the information, but part of it is how does, how's, what is it like sitting in there and taking the exam? How do you feel that day with nerves going? Are you a morning test taker? Are you an afternoon test taker? 
what is it like? You know, is it cold in there? I mean, there's so many factors. Like, what are your nerves like that go into these exams that you have to just go in and do it in order to experience it, in order to learn how you deal with it, um, how you are as a test taker, how your nerves are, all that, and just get it over with. I think testing anxiety is a huge, huge issue for, I think, a lot of us. So even if you know the information, just getting in there can be debilitating. And once you are in there, you might know the information, but the stress is high and so you don't do well. So you have to try to go into this one as whether I pass or fail, it's a way to get used to the whole system and figure out what will work better next time. So that will help you get in there and actually do it. So if you do this too, if you pass, you pass. And it's a great learning experience and you also pass. If you fail, again, learning lesson. Um, definitely go watch my other video. More about that. But I think that um, the first exam can be tough just learning how to navigate all of it, how to navigate the resources and the information. So hopefully this is in this is good for you where you can now take this massive thing like this big exam and break it down into pieces. Like handbook, architect's handbook for professional practice, practice quizzes, notes, repeat, go through it. And I recommend, or after you're done reading the Architect's Handbook for Professional Practice, even if you haven't taken practice exams yet, I recommend scheduling the exam. Because if you schedule it, you'll give yourself a deadline that will help you push, like, help you push to get there. And uh, it'll also allow you not to prolong it. You don't want to feel like you need to perfect it and take too long to study. There's this fine line of doing it too quickly and then just taking too long where it doesn't make sense. So I think I took my first one. It's hard to say now. It was a long time ago. <laughs> um, the first time I took this exam was like four years ago, I think. And um, I want to say I studied for maybe six-ish, six, eight weeks or something like that. Um, I think that's kind of a good number, but I should probably double check that. Maybe if you've taken this, let me know in the comments so other people can see it too, what you recommend for timeline. Um, I think that, again, you don't want to spend three or four months studying this because it's just, it's too much. You're going to forget stuff that you were practicing a couple months ago. So I would say study for four weeks and then schedule it out for two weeks or four weeks. I don't know what their timeline is right now, especially with COVID. I don't know if it's a lot harder to get an exam, uh, uh, exam seat time or whatever. So you maybe want to look into that. So in case it is like six weeks out, you get that scheduled, but that is my recommendations. Good luck. This is very exciting. Practice management is the start to a long, hard journey, but one that is very fulfilling. And one day like me, you're going to look back and you're not even going to remember when you first took it. It's crazy how time flies. It's amazing once you get through it. And I promise you, as long as you schedule it and take it, you'll eventually get through it. So good luck.
download all those things you need to download. Let me know if you have questions. You can comment on here. You can email me. You can find me on Instagram at beyoungdesign. All the things. I appreciate it. And let me know if this was helpful. I've, I do these because I get feedback that it's helpful. And so when you guys let me know the type of videos that help you, those are more of the type of videos I end up making. So if you find value in these, let me know. And the next video will be all about project management. So go study for practice management, pass it, and then come watch project management. All right, guys, have a good one. Thank you so much. I will see you next time. Bye. Before you head out, just a friendly reminder that once again, the doors for Mind Over Airy are officially open, but they will close soon so that we can get started with our next group. So jump in now. I can't wait to get started and I'm excited to meet you and hear all about your exam journey. Have a beautiful day.